What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you doing? It is Justin Truce and Dan Kiefer. No Austin today, unfortunately, but that's okay. Um, and also, sorry if I sound a little far away. I actually don't have my... I only have a head headset today. I don't have my speaker and microphone. So I don't know how this is going to play out, but we'll we'll see how it goes. But um, other than that, Dan, how's it going? You know, it's good. It's good. Uh, when, uh, you know, sometimes when the, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. And uh, follow up my eight and two week by two and eight. But uh, don't worry, there is a uh, sun speaking through the clouds because uh, unlike some people on this podcast, I still have an active college football fantasy team. So I got that going for me. Yes. So we will get into that. I did go eight and two last week, so I felt like I recovered. <laughs> but yes, you did beat me in the college football fantasy league. Unfortunate because I forgot to put in Tavion Thomas, who went nuts for the Utes. Um, and I ended up losing because of that. Um both of us got extremely intoxicated on Saturday. Uh, we were well, just sending each other texts. You were like, "Hey, this is happening." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm throwing up in the corner. I don't know what I don't know what to tell you." I can't uh, help. Like, the funny part is, so like, I spent all day worried that Zach Charbonnet wasn't gonna play. Like, I picked up his backup, and I was like, "All right, I know that at like our time at like." 8.45, we should be just getting out of the comedian. I need to check my phone, make sure, like, if he's active, leave him in. If he's inactive, put in his backup, like, as the handcuff, right? Completely forgot about it. Woke up Sunday morning, grabbed my phone. Zach Charbonnet scored 48.9 points. I was like, my fucking guy. Yeah, Huge exactly. Fan. Huge yeah. fan. Yeah, and so, like, I did the exact same thing, thinking, like, okay, I'll wait until it's almost kickoff, make sure Tavion's playing and stuff, but I just – I did the same thing, didn't put, but I had him out rather than in. Maybe I should have done it the opposite way because it would have paid off. But, you know, it is what it is. I got you earlier in the season. You got me in the playoffs. We're even there, but you're still in it. I hope you win because we're the ones that basically set up the league. So it'd be nice. Right. And if anybody out there wants to just have a ride, college fantasy football is the way to do it. It is. Um, Because there is zero expectations. Like nobody knows anything. It's fantastic. I think we said it on this pod, like after like round like three or four, we we're, were like, I don't know any of these names, yeah. like, you know, and you just like, start taking quarterbacks from Western Kentucky and hope for the best. I mean, worked out for me. Um, <laughs> but um, and then like not even on top of that, like there's no news if players are playing or not until like right before kickoff, too. It's not like the NFL mm-hmm. where you have an Adam Schefter or anything like that. Like you're just like. I have no idea. And like, even if they, and you might not ever know. I mean, like I played Tavion Thomas earlier in the year and then he like just didn't even play against Arizona state dressed and just like randomly didn't play after he'd scored like seven touchdowns in the first three games. Just happens. So. Yeah. And like, we see that, you know, like not fantasy, like even in like real world where they're like, they don't tell you who the starting quarterback's going to be like uh, shit, Utah. Yeah. Hey, what is yeah. Utah? What? Well, let's talk about injuries, yeah. Utah. There was know. the, uh, you know, the Cam Rising game earlier this year where they just didn't talk about it. And all of a sudden Cam Rising just wasn't on the field. Yep. It's like, oh, that's, I feel like somebody should have mentioned that. Yep. But, but uh, didn't, it's crazy, but it is, it is a ride. Would recommend if anybody wants to make their Saturdays just a little more interesting. It, it makes it very interesting. I will say that uh, next year, I think we need to put more money on it and it will make it that much more intense. I know it was mm-hmm. really small because it was like last minute that we decided to do it, but next year we'll do, we'll do it bigger, but it was fun, but let's get into our bets here. So rankings, let's get into those. Um, 
I I have the lead still at 59 and 46. Austin's 55 and 50. And then Dan, you were at 50 and 55 after a tough week. But again, yeah. we've shown that after one week, you can be right back in it. Another eight and two week, and just like that, you're there. So I'll start us off. Morning game on Saturday. Duke at Pitt. I'm going the over 52 and a half. I think that Duke can score points here. Their defense is really bad. Pitt will be able to keep up with them. My my worry actually is Pitt's defense is pretty good and might be able to slow Duke's offense down. But like Duke has found ways to put up points, even in losses. Like I still feel like they're putting up 28, 31 points in even in losses, even in blowout losses, honestly. So um give me the over on that. I think that's a little low. Yeah, I think it's a good pick there. Even, you know, like you said, even in losses, this the Duke team doesn't lay down. A lot of times with these over-unders, you get screwed because the team falls behind early and they just quit, right? Uh, they'll fight the entire 60. Love to see that. My first game is actually a night game, and we're going Bedlam. Uh, this is probably, if you talk about rivalry games, the most chaotic rivalry game, uh, soon to come to an end once Oklahoma leaves for the SEC. But I'm going to take Oklahoma State plus 7.5 at Oklahoma I think this game screams a three-point game. Historically, usually it's pretty tight. We get something crazy. So uh, I had I needed this game on my slip somewhere, and I'll take the dog. If this was – either way, if there was a you know a dog over a touchdown, I'm going to take it here. So give me Oklahoma State. Then I'm going to grab uh, the under, 52-and-a-half, Louisiana and Florida State. I think Louisiana, the Ragin' Cajuns, not LSU – is a sneaky good defense. Uh, you look at their like kind of behind the scenes metrics, and they're pretty good. Florida State's a good team after they got clowned last year during signing day, but they're playing well. I like from Travis. Ultimately, I just think that this one sneaks under a fifty-two and a half. So give me the under here. I really like that pick. I, um, I will go on to my next game. I'm going to take the over forty-seven and a half on Indiana, Michigan State. I've been I rode Indiana very hard at the start of the year and they paid off. Um, and then I kind of went away right when they started to drop down. So I've kind of the two teams that I felt like I bet pretty well on this year is Indiana and Kentucky. I think those are the two games that I've bet on pretty well. As we see it, actually, I'm gonna say here. Kentucky this is my next game, but I'm taking the over 47 and a half here on Indiana and Michigan State. Again, I think it's a low scoring game. It could be one of those big 10 type games. Michigan could be getting a little colder, but still, I mean, this screams a big defensive special teams game as well, that there's going to be a, you know, I think I might be able to steal you know, 10, 14, 17 points from defense and special teams here to get the over. So low number, give me the over there. Like I said, going to go with Kentucky, Georgia here. So I did read that Kentucky, I believe is nine and one that it's under nine and one times this year. So nine times under 10 times is hit the over um, or one time I should say. Um, and that one time I was actually on that bet. I went back and looked at our history and I happened to do it. So I'm going to say they're going to go the second time it'll hit the over and it is going to be the over here over 49 for Georgia, Kentucky, 49, super low number. Maybe because I think that Georgia can put up that. I I legit think that Georgia can put up 45 points on their own in this game. They, they want to make sure to prove to everybody that they are the number one seed. Few people are giving Ohio state votes. They're going to make sure that nobody gives them anybody a vote, but them at the end of this week. So give me the over there. Yeah, I think, uh, 
previous to the Michigan Ohio State game, resume speaks Georgia. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just the fact Ohio State hasn't truly played anybody yet. Uh, yeah. So that'll be the telltale sign. Uh, speaking of the Big Ten, I am sticking with this, might be my favorite disgusting line of the week. And I found it and I absolutely adore it. Uh, Northwestern, the fighting Fitzgeralds, are going over to Purdue and their team over. So Northwestern, the Wildcats, as a team, all 53, every scholarship athlete, as one unanimous force for the entire game, they set the over-under at 13 and a half. Uh, Purdue is a fun team. They're still in it, the Big Ten West. Beginning of the year, I said Purdue is going to represent the Big Ten West and Indy. That dream is still alive. But here's the thing about Purdue is their defense is kind of shitty. And Northwestern's a bad football team, but they run tempo, smash mouth tempo, because Northwestern. So I think they can score two touchdowns on Purdue. I agree. This is such a low bar to set. I mean, they're not Iowa. They're worse than Iowa. But I mean, at the end of the day, I think they can get 14. I do. And then uh, next game up, apparently, Teresa, taking ahead. I see you're getting in on the action. The University of Texas San Antonio Roadrunners, America's best uh, conference USA team, 13 and a half point favorite on Rice. This offense is awesome. This is an interstate rivalry, and I will ride with my Roadrunners. I also am, like you just said, minus 13 and a half over Rice. Uh, this screams a blowout win. Um, if I had confidence in one bet this week, I would put it all on this one. I actually, and I know I shouldn't have said that. I, I recognize it. I apologize, but I said it. It's uh, yeah. out there. I feel good about it. It's I, uh, I feel a little good about ahead. it. Might, might talk about this game later. I know. I know. So I really like it. Um, My next game, Texas minus nine at Kansas. Texas tough loss against TCU last week. You hate to see that. They thought they had their shot. They were favored. I tried to tell you guys it was TCU money line all day. I took it, won some good money there, so that was awesome. Um, Texas recovers. They get a big win. They get back into the top 25 because of this. They're going to end the season around I-20. Like, that's just the way Texas is going to be, and everybody's going to be excited for next year. Like And next year, they're going to start off, like, 12th in the nation. Just going to call that right now. Um, Kansas kind of falling off a little bit. They were the Cinderella at the start. Um kind of falling apart for him. Still a great team, just not, you know, as exciting as they were. Injuries have a lot to do with that. So um, give me Texas minus nine. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem we just like wash, rinse, and repeat with Texas. Like we, we they end the yes. season strong. We get excited. We rank them high. They get blown out. Then they fight back at the end of the year. We're like, okay, stars are aligning. Next year's the year. And, and it's Notre just, Dame's the exact it's just, opposite. Here we are. Notre Dame's the exact opposite, right? Like they start off hot, they get Man, up high. I, we talked about this, but like I want Notre Dame to be recognized for what they are. The problem is, is when Notre Dame should be like ranked twenty three, they get ranked twelve. When they should be ranked like eighteen, they get ranked fifth. So like, if you can just for what they are, they're a good football team right now. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. My next bet is I'm taking South Bama. Hanging out in the fun belt. Uh, South Bama, seven and a half point favorite going to Southern Miss. South Bama is still playing for a conference championship. So 
So uh, they still got quite a bit on the line going to see Frank Gore's son and uh, Frank Gore Jr. tailback over at Southern Miss. Like Southern Bama, they've been playing good ball. Uh, next game, another team over Ohio State going to Maryland. Big five and a half, which is healthy. That is a healthy team in play yes. over, but I think Ohio State's going to score a billion points. We see it every week, right? There's certain teams that, like, they get up pretty high. Like, Old Miss does this all the time. They'll, if they get up two or three scores, they coast. Ryan Day does not coast. Ryan Day goes out of his way to break everyone they can. So if Ohio State gets a chance to drop 70, they will absolutely drop 70. So I'm here for it. Give me the team over 45 and a half. Yeah, this when I saw this, I was like, "Ooh, that is spicy!" Like that's the only way I can describe it. Is it is an interesting pick? You do, you do have to take it. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, my next one. Um, some would say your Bearcats. Um, oh man, not this year. Not, not this year. Um, uh, but Cincinnati. I'm taking Cincinnati Temple. I'm taking the over fifty-one. Yes, that is my fourth over and I got several more still to go. I just think it's going to be a high scoring weekend. Um, But I actually really like this temple team. I've bet on temple a few times over the last month and they've won me some good money. 51 points again, low scoring. We've talked about how this Cincinnati team just isn't obviously what they were last year, but um, they're hit or miss. Their defense isn't near as good. They give up some points. They've fought back in several games. They've been able to put up points late in the games um, to get a few overs in the season. So 51 seems low. Give me the over there. Um, And then my last one. This one makes me nervous, folks. It does, but I got to do it. I'm taking the over 61 and a half. Utah going down to Oregon. Huge game. Winner basically goes to the Pac-12 championship in Vegas in in a few weeks. I'm taking the over. They are Utah is plus three right now. That that line might move. I would also take that spread for a lot of people. If you're listening to this and it, and it hasn't changed as we're doing this right now, it's plus three. Bo Nix is he going to play? Is he not going to play? It is up in the air. I'm starting to hear things that he's not going to play, and if he doesn't, this line's going to flip to minus four for Utah very quickly. Um, so give me the. I'm not taking the plus three on our on our board in real life. I'm gonna make take that bet, but I'm taking the pl- uh the over sixty one and a half. Right, and I think if Bonick does play, that sixty one and a half feels good. You know what I mean? A, a Bonick led Oregon usually drops forty every game, and yeah. I know Utah can get twenty. Yeah, and also sorry, this number's actually already swapped down to Oregon minus one. That's how fast it's already oh. been changing. So that, that uh, line is going to move even more. I would still take Utah plus one. Yeah, I and that's a good thing to mention is, you know, when news comes out like this, race to your whatever app you use to place your bets or whatever guy, you, you know, call Johnny who's at the diner, whatever you got to do. And you're racing Vegas. Or if you're, if, you know, you can usually tell with the way lines are trending, what the news might actually be. It's kind of funny that Vegas does no more than Adam Schefter. So. That's always interesting for me to follow. My last bet is a first half bet taking the Badgers favored by six and a half first half versus Nebraska. Nebraska's a little cockroach, man. They usually fight back and make things close. So give me the first half. Wisconsin's had been strong in the first half for the season. Second half, things kind of fall apart. So we're just going to worry about the first half this weekend and uh, 
Badgers basically covering touchdown at half. Flipping over to the NFL side. This is short. We went heavy college this week, my man. But uh, sticking with the first half spreads, going to take Baltimore touchdown favorite at halftime, six and a half against Carolina. The once again, Baker Mayfield led Carolina Panthers. Yeah, it is Baker back. Um, I like that, though. I like that a lot. Um, Also, I realized that you are doing 11 and I had only had 10. I'm going to add an 11. Are you going to take one away? No, I'm not gonna take one away. I told you, okay. I, I got to play catch up. We're it's it's tilting season, man. Oh, you're just trying to play catch up, so you don't want me to do the eleven. I get you. I no, 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 no. I get it. No, hey, whatever we do, I the people need winning bets. So the more bets we do, the better for everybody. Well, you know what? I don't need to add this one to my board. We're gonna just add it to the five game parlay. So never mind. I'm gonna stick oh. with my. 10. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. Team. It's like a mystery okay. bet now. It is. It is. I mean, it's not because it's on your board, but um, mine. 40 over 41 and a half Raiders Broncos Broncos feel like the offense is starting to get moving a little bit. I don't know if it's just me. I don't know if they're really like actually putting up the points, but I feel like they're just moving a little bit. I know that game against the Titans wasn't very high scoring, but like what I obviously watched that game very closely because I tried to pay attention to the Titans and hope they lose every game. But I was watching that game and I felt like Russ like started to get some things going. And again, I know they only put up 10 points Um, and it's weird. He, he threw for 50%. He was like 20 for 40. Like it really wasn't that great, but like he hit a couple of deep shots and I like what they're doing here. My worry is Judy's not playing, but I think they're going to be able to put enough points. Plus Raiders defense is not good. Um, And the Raiders are going to put up points. I think, I think Jacobs is going to be able to run the ball. They're going to continue to feed Adams. I did. I actually do know he missed practice this morning, but uh, hopefully he's he's okay. And also, I think that just 41 points in an NFL, NFL game is low. So give me the over 41 here in the Broncos-Raiders game. That feels like a shootout. You know, like both teams have just like – the offense has been kind of slow, kind of slow, kind of slow. They're both due for like an explosion at some point. They- they really are, right? So, all right. So that one's my first one. And then my next one is the over. Again, my last over for the weekend, I promise everybody. But it is over 43 for the Ravens-Panthers. R- Ravens, you will put up 35 points against this horrible Panthers team. Like, And I'm not even saying that their defense is bad. Like, They have some playmakers. I kind of like what the Panthers have like, from key spots. They're still not great, but like, I also don't know if I trust Baker to not turn the ball over and give oh, that's just the Ravens it. short fields, right? And so then they're going to put up points. Say they put up 35. Say the Panthers put up 10 points. They'll get some garbage points. Just like that, you got the over. So backdoor over here. Give me it over 43 Ravens, Panthers. I like that quite a bit. Uh, this might be my favorite of the weekend for all you meteorologists out there. Uh I think this might be the most popular bet in America right now, dude. I see this thing everywhere, but it is the under 42 and a half Cleveland at Buffalo. For anyone who doesn't know, Buffalo is rumored to get six feet of snow on Sunday. Six feet, not inches, gentlemen, feet. Okay. Uh, This number for the record, this number's already dropped to 41 and a half. It's going to keep by kickoff. I bet it's a 38. I bet it's a 38 and a half. I kick off. Uh, It's going to be awesome to watch. It's going to be snow globe football is some of my favorite football. I think the, the ultimate climax would be like a uh, army Navy game in the snow. 
might be like the peak of football uh, in my world. So I'm going to love this. Uh, Don't start Josh Allen. Don't start Stephon Diggs. Start the running backs everywhere. This is going to be a 10 to 7 Nick Chubb game. I disagree. Actually, no, what? No, on second thought. Yeah, because last year when they played the Patriots in Snow Globe, they still threw it 30 times. Yep. And he was going to run. And he's going to run a ton. I actually think that Josh Allen has. I would play, I'd do a fun bet of like over 110 rushing yards for Josh Allen. I wonder what that player prop is. Well, uh, I don't know, but like we, we'll have to look it up. But like, did you actually see would be that fun. There, was, there was a, it was on like, I don't remember. There on Twitter, like it's fun. Like people post like these crazy parlays they're hitting and stuff like that. And one dude had, um, Jonathan Taylor plus 130 rushing yards, Justin Fields plus 110 rushing yards, um, and like a few others like plus 80, plus 90 type things. Nashi Harris plus 80, a few others. It was like five or six players put five dollars down and won like fifty five thousand because he just put just because he had like five rushing. That's totals awesome. Overs. You love that's what you love to see. I mean, yeah. that's that's where it's you it, it is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, we're better the weekend, and then uh, next one. Uh, speaking of that Raiders Broncos game, I'm taking first half spread again. I I went wild with the first half spread this week. I don't know why. I just I got a good feeling about it. They're fun. Uh, give me Denver, Denver point and a half favorite over Vegas at halftime. I feel like that's doable, definitely doable. Agreed. First quarter bets and halftime bets are electric because the the game has to start off with a bang usually unless you're going right. the under. Obviously. There's no back but door. Like, there's yeah, you're there's taking no. away the back door. Yep, it's so much fun. I and obviously you know I I and everybody listening to this knows like I bet a ton of those this season and I I think I have a pretty good track record on it. Um, all right, and then my last one: Giants minus three versus the Lions. Giants. They're coming for the playoffs, folks. They just are. The Lions, they are what they are. They're going to give everybody troubles, but they're going to end up losing the game by three to five points. It's just what they do right now. I know they got a, I know they've gotten a few wins lately, but they don't win back-to-back games. They don't win three out of four games. They're, it's the Lions. So um, give me the Giants at minus three. I was going to say, has Dan Campbell – and listen, Lions fans, we love you. We love your team. Hard Knocks was great, but has Dan Campbell ever won back-to-back games? No, because, I mean, he's only won, like, five games in his career before this year. Yeah, and I think last week against – or two weeks ago was his first road win, like, of his career yeah. in Green Bay. It's just – it's – we love you, Dan, but it's it's not great. So, uh, so, so as we said that, they, they've won back – they they're on a two-game winning streak right now. No, I don't believe you. No way. Yeah, they beat the <laughs> they beat they they won at home against the Packers, and then they won on the road this last weekend at the Bears. Like they I won. said, won our Lions. Uh, I Lopez. hate my bet. I hate never my a bet. doubt. Never a doubt. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, hey, good for you, Lions fans. We for you. Way to way to not be able to draft that quarterback next year. Um, all right, my last bet, and this I really like this bet too. Uh, almost put this in my three leg. That is the over 47 and a half Dallas going to Minnesota dome game inside perfect conditions. Dallas offensively is starting to fire in all cylinders. Hopefully Zeke doesn't play. That's the best thing for that offense. Uh, 
CD Lamb is coming into his own, and we know Minnesota. Weider Kirk looks like he's going to a four-year-old birthday party to run the grill, or he's got chains on in an airplane. The dude's on fire right now. Thank the Lord this is not a primetime game, so we're going to get primetime Kirk. Yeah, exactly. Love it. Um, I also thought it was interesting that the Cowboys were favored in this game. Obviously, the Cowboys are very good, set, what, 7-2, and two. Um, mm-hmm. but like 8-1 and one, Vikings at home, you would think that they would at least be one or two point favorites. But the Vikings are, they're doing some voodoo magic, man. They they just, things go their way. It's true. And that game, that game was wild last weekend against the Bills. That ending was phenomenal. Dumb. Could not, it it, it was just taking my eyes off of it. It was awesome. Um, I appreciated it. But yes, it was, it was, the Bills won that game. They did everything but win the game. <laughs> the score. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. All right. Um, Going into my three-legger, I'm taking Utah. I know I said it makes me nervous, but I'm going to do it anyways. Over 61 and a half, Utah, Oregon. Over 51, Cincy, Temple. And then that Giants minus three versus the Lions. And I will be going over Northwestern 13 and a half in the entire game uh southern bama seven and a half point favorite going to southern miss and i'll finish it up with a first half spread of denver one and a half against the raiders awesome what five game? It. okay five game the one that i said that i wanted to add that i didn't and i'll just do it on this is that first half minus six and a half for the Ravens. So we're, okay. we're adding that. So that's the one I wanted. We both had the UTSA game minus 13 and a half, and neither of us put it in the parlay in our parlays. So we're adding it's that. Um, you I'm, love that. I was going to say, I'm going to throw in the snow globe game. I think yep. that's a, that feels good. Yep. And I am going to lower that to 41 and a half to be fair to everyone that. Oh, sure. Yep. This. Um, now we got two more to go. Um, I kind of like we out of mine. I don't. I was just gonna say I don't like having too much on one game, but I do really like the over uh for Ravens Panthers. But even though we already we already have the first half spread in that game, so if we want to like stay away, I get it. Um, I I don't have a problem with it though. It's two different bets. Um, sure. we are, we are putting it all on, on something, but let's do it. Like, let's, let's try to swap this out, switch it out. You know, I like, see what we can do there. Um, and then I like, I feel pretty good again. I was about to say that Texas game, but now I'm like getting nervous on it. Now I'm looking over at yours. Um, man. I gotta tell you the bet we we, we can't use it because I put it in my three game. But the bet I am most excited for is this Northwestern three and a half or thirteen and a half team points. Yeah, you, you I, love that. You did. You did I, say so you loved that. the forty-seven and a half Dallas. I do. Episode. I do. I like the Dallas game. If we want to sneak in another NFL, we're, that puts us we at like four. One, one college game. One college game. But that's fine. We have to switch it up, man. We're we're not yeah. having success, so let's switch it that's up right. a little bit. Let's go. That's right. We're gonna get one here. 
Yeah, we are going to get one by before the end of the year, for the love of God, please. Um, okay, there we go. So it is first half spread minus six and a half for the Ravens over the Panthers. UTSA minus 13 at Rice. Then we have the under 41 and a half for Cleveland Buffalo. And then we have over 43 Ravens Panthers. And then we have over 47 and a half Cowboys Vikings. Love it. I love it. Okay. All right. Um, I jinxed the Pac-12 last weekend. I don't know if you noticed that, but last week on this episode, I was like, I don't think anything crazy is going to happen this week. I think it's all going to be next week when they all play each other. And then you ever, you've never, you act like you've never watched Pac-12 before. I know, but like (laughs) down goes UCLA, down goes Oregon. Uh, Makes this weekend not as exciting, like from like a college football playoff standpoint, but for the Pac-12, I mean, it's still the two winners go to the Pac-12 championship. So none of us, neither of us bet on this game, but since we're on it, I just want to close with this. I think it's a huge game and it does have national implications. But how do you feel about the USC UCLA game? Um, so I was very close. Uh, I think I could get UCLA plus three, and I was extremely tempted. Yeah, I could see because that. Because I, I think mean, they're going to – I think they can just run it down USC's throat. But at the same time, I, Caleb Williams. Exactly. And I kind of I kind of think that USC is going to be up for the game. So I, I, I still think UCLA – or sorry, USC wins this game. But we'll see. So, all right, folks. That does it for us tonight. We appreciate you all. And tonight we've been – talking football what's up folks so now the news is broke that the buffalo game is not going to be in buffalo we have decided to take that off of our parlay and we are going to sub it out for the over 52 and a half duke pit so new new five is going to be first half minus six and a half for the ravens we have UTSA minus 13 and a half at Rice. Now we have the over 52 and a half Duke Pitt. We have over 43 Ravens and the Panthers. And then over 47 and a half Dallas at Minnesota. We're just going the all overs. Let's ride. 